This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Belgian waffles. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show, which happens to be the very first one of 2015. We're all here. I'm going to say hi to everyone, and then I'm going to explain all the thought that went into which carb to call you, because you have no idea. Hello, Gary. Belgian waffles just ruined my New Year's resolution. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Hello, Matt. I just want to say, this is the very first podcast you're listening to this year. Thank you for choosing Allison Rosen as your new best friend. I agree with that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You said, mm-hmm, so sassy-like. <laughs> I believed it. I was very believing in my sassiness. Blanche from the dead. That's right. <laughs> That's what I was oh, thinking. Yeah. Hello, hello, Chris. Hey, boo. Hello, Jenna. Happy New Year. And hello, Kaylin. Hello. It was a little bit longer than last year. <laughs> He's growing. That's right. <laughs> it's, we're, it's like the Big Bang. We're, we're expanding again. Right? <laughs> That sure. sounds about right. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> he contracted again. Because <laughs> that's all we had him. That was Kaylin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kaylin's Corner. Hello. Yay! That song was so 2014. I know. <laughs> I, like I feel like it's. It, it was so last year. Yeah, it's retro. It's it's new again. <laughs> but retro is still cool. That's right. So anyway, the reason – okay, so before the show started, I was like, I need a carb. And I, I was very panicked about it. I, I mean, maybe not panicked. I've been doing it long enough that I don't get panicked when I don't have a carb. <laughs> I saw fear. But You were I, flustered. I was a bit unnerved by the lack of carb because first carb of 2015 needs to be something special, mm-hmm. something New Year's-y. So – you know, first we were thinking like, what's like a clean? I think I said, what's the first carb? I don't know what I was even meaning by that, but something like very, just like a good solid basic carb, like granola or something. We felt like you want a healthy solid carb granola. We all know granola isn't as healthy as they say, though. And then right. we're like, oh, sh- champagne, champagne. Gary suggested champagne flutes, and I said that I'm calling them glasses. And then it's like, yeah, but it could refer to it has a champagne in it. And then he said champagne splits, but I wasn't, I didn't know what that was. And for some reason, I feel like it's not authentic to me if I offer a carb that I'm not really comfortable that I don't that I don't know intimately. Mm-hmm. Then you I'm using another man's carb. carb. Yeah. Although I do know what a champagne split is, but still, I just felt like, well, that was last night's carb. Now, I didn't say this out loud, but I almost proposed greasy cheeseburgers. Well. Because on New Year's Day. Right. So. Hungover. I was about to go with egg white omelets. So I was like, that is a very January 1st, first day of the diet kind of carb. But then I thought, but for some people, they're hungover, they're going out. I don't want to shame them. Belgian waffles. That's good. Yeah. And then right before I said it, I was like, wait, Belgian? Belgium. No, it's not Belgium <laughs> waffles. So then you I did just it right. Yeah. So and anyway, that's that's the story behind the carb. I feel like it could be its own separate podcast, very short podcast. I'll just say, as the type of person who is very likely going to be hungover on New Year's Day, I appreciate what you did. 
Well, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I think I might be more of the egg white person, but yeah, I just didn't want to bum out the person who's, hasn't, well, who hasn't hasn't started yet. Let me ask this: Is there are there going to be many places open that I could go get a Belgian waffle on New Year's Day? Because I that's something I don't make for myself. I think there yeah. will. Could be a, a little tough. Of, you know, New Year's best, Day. A lot of brunch. You know what I, I found know, the best place? Uh, one of the best places to get a consistently good uh, Belgian waffle is a hotel. Just yes. roll into the local hotel. We used to do it. There was one on my campus when I was in college, and we would go there three mornings a week, it seemed like, for a while. And reasonably priced, consistent. It's good stuff. But you know what I never go for? So we stay in a lot of hotels that have the free breakfast if you get up before 5.45 a.m. Continental <laughs> breakfast. And it's like yeah. a dish that has an orange, an apple from four weeks ago, a bunch of hard-boiled eggs, some uh, milk. Inspired uh, cereal, like mm-hmm. in the little like do-it-yourself <laughs> bowl with the rip-off top. Yes, but then they'll have a waffle iron and a Tupperware thing full of batter. Really? Yeah, have you not oh, seen yeah. that? Oh, yeah. In San never Antonio, you have some explaining to do, Matt Fondelier, for the place we stayed in San Antonio. Ugh. There was in the middle of a rainstorm. They had that waffle thing, but I what I was going to say is I never Where? go for. It was in the, the lobby. Quote it, unquote, it was by the front desk of that fucking hotel. Was smaller than the studio. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? like there was place. like two little tables by the front desk, and huh. that's where they had the breakfast. Um, I had no idea. Yeah, well, you were not missing out on much. But oh. what I was going to say is, I never go for that batter. I never go for the waffles because you have to wait. Um, it's and it's usually more because of the location. I'm just like this is if it was a nice well, actually I don't eat waffles very often, so it's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually I hate waffles. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's that I don't eat waffles for one. Uh, but also, it's usually it's not the kind of nice hotel that Gary's talking about. It's like it's this Econo is a Lodge. Econo Lodge. It actually was an Econo Lodge. Oh, wasn't that's it? why I said that. Yeah. Yep. So it's an Econo Lodge, and I just feel like I don't know where this batter's been. There know, is what something. We're doing here. For some reason, if I picture like a a hotel buffet, I'm perfectly okay with the pre-prepared waffles and French toast and the vat of syrup. I'm fine with that. But the idea of the the tub of uncooked batter, that is very unsettling. Yeah, I think it was coming face-to-face with the the waffles in their larval form. It's very weird to think that. Like this was powder and water a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, like the syrup fine with it even the stale cereal i'm okay with it but the unprepared batter the uncooked batter is very unsettling on its own all right important topic more waffles for me i don't know if we've (laughs) talked about it on this show before pan stop me if we have have we talked about pancakes french toast or waffles no No, i don't think it's not come up on this show i think we've talked about french toast but not in a competition okay wow now that you've said it out loud this is making pancakes. me. This is I'm making my mind <laughs> whirl. This is pancakes? the problem with pancakes. At a at pancakes. a certain point, oh my god, oh, Gary just lost. I have a lot to say about this, so continue. Okay, yes. as do I. <laughs> at a certain point, if you have pancakes that are too thick, you just get a bite of like it tastes like just a bunch of dough mm-hmm. that's cooked mm. with a bit of syrup taste, and you're just like, ah. Oh. And, and you still want to eat it because it's pancakes, but it's lost its pancakey goodness, and it's just too cakey and sweet and lardy, but not that good pancake syrup flavor. I think the problem there is just the pancakes are too thick and they yeah. dry out or something. I don't know. I created a new pancake this year that Last I year? yes, sorry, <laughs> 2014 pancake. Normally, I am not like 
uh, big into breakfast foods like waffles and French toast and pancakes because I feel like you're eating dessert for breakfast, yes. which I get. You're blowing your your calorie right. wad mm. first That's thing in the morning. the fear is like, I just ate a thousand calories. Oh no. It's Everything I yeah. eat after this, I'm going to feel bad about or stress out, whatever. So I kind of would avoid those things. However, Alan and I went on vacation last June to Palm Springs for a week. So we were like trying out different foods. We rented a house and we had a really nice kitchen, way nicer than our apartment. So we found I found a pancake recipe. I altered it a tiny bit and added raspberries and best pancakes I've ever had. I can't I don't even really want to eat other pancakes to be honest because I'm like you spoiled will they be as good as the raspberry pancakes. So now I'm I'm into pancakes. That's what I love. Yeah, I was eating dinner with Dawson and he said I can't eat food that I can make better at a restaurant. Like or he, any, yeah. any food at a restaurant he can make better. Exactly. I thought that was interesting. I'm I'm like vigorously taking notes here. I have many thoughts on the Wow. Let's see the notes. No, I, I didn't even get through them. Oh, okay. I didn't even get them. If you you're asking the question of rating Waffles to pancakes to French toast. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm vigorously taking notes. I, am, see the no, notes. I didn't take them. I <laughs> know. <laughs> the last minute I was like, but you, too- do, you have a pen in your hand. I, I do now. No, I do now. I started late because I was like, there's too many thoughts running through my mind. And okay. then Chris always has pen and paper. He's always very well prepared. So I quickly grabbed his pen and paper stole and then my notes. <laughs> I, did. I stole his notes. I barely got anything out. Here's what I'm going to say, Jenna, to address what you're saying about feeling bad about dessert for breakfast. Yeah. You're married. Couples breakfast, you should not. You should be able to alleviate all that guilt because one of you gets the desserty one, one of you gets that's the what we do. One. Yes, you split it, then you don't feel so bad. That's what we do now. No, I yeah. need to take notes. You do, <laughs> yeah. In terms of the Plus what's, I love what's eggs. best to worst, best to worst, I'm going to say number three yeah. is waffles. Oh, yes, that's, no. yes. Yeah, that's what? Now, here's why. why. Here's why. Yep. Because I was trying to think. To me, <laughs> there is. There is a difference between, like, a luxury French toast and your standard French toast. Matt, Same thing you with pancakes. Block yourself from Chris. He's looking like he's about to punch you. I'm not. No. I Same just, thing just fists, with pancakes. No, no. <laughs> there's a luxury pancake. There's yep. standard. And then waffles, luxury standard. I think with waffles, the standard, pa- the standard waffle better than the luxury waffle. Is the waffle. standard waffle ego? Something of that quality, yes. The one that comes to mind, my favorite waffle I've ever had. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, which is like a weird, never had them, cheap, cinnamony, straight, yeah, like basically like an Eggo waffle with a little bit of extra cinnamon in it. Nothing too luxurious. Number two (laughs) is probably pancake. Pancake. Most of the time, it's pretty hard to find a luxury pancake. There is a place like crepes in New York. I've had a lot of fancy pancakes. The one that comes to mind there's a there's a restaurant in the Los Feliz area called the Kitchen, and they have a pear pancake, which is basically just like the thickest, most delicious pancake you've ever had with a thin slice of pear in the center of it. Hmm. It's incredible. But French toast has to be the number one. Because if you get a slice of like brioche French toast that's properly prepared with good. cool, there's there's a place uh, again like in the Hollywood area called Eat This Cafe, and they have a Grand Marnier brioche French toast, and it's like a dessert. It's like a cinnamon. I've never had it, but it I'm is, imagining like a cinnamon roll, fucked a pecan pie with exactly. syrup. Exactly, it. it's better than anything. Like there's just no even the best waffle or the best pancake cannot compare to the best French toast. 
if, if I could, you. I'd drop the mic. Yeah. I, French toast is the number one for me as well. Drop the pen. That's right. I think. Although, again, I like like you, I don't actually order any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I were to, you know, but if I were to, French toast, I think, is the number one for me. For me, it totally depends because there was a place in New York on <laughs> Houston Street. Jane, did you ever go there? Yes, I did. They had vanilla bean French toast mm. that was that pretty amazing. Yeah, it's gone downhill since. I went back and it was not the same as what I remember it being. But man, the French toast there was really good. But I'm the same where I would let my friends order it and then I would just get my like eggs, whatever yeah. I wanted, yeah, and then take my, yeah. bites of everyone else's. So yeah, I'm that split a little bit. Yeah. It's a good strategy. Because yeah. you, want, you want the sweet and the salty with yes. breakfast, I think. Yeah. Chris? You seem upset. I'm not upset. He ripped out my nails. I'm not upset. That's what that ripping sound was. He's not not upset. (laughs) Um, No, okay. If I – to rank pancakes slash hotcakes slash flapjacks to uh, French toast to a waffle, like a Belgian waffle, it's a trick question. They're all number one, and this is why. (laughs) Um, Touche. They – if someone told me, hey, for breakfast we're having waffles, hey, we're we're having French toast, or hey, we're having pancakes, I'm equally as excited. And I'm at a 10. I'm less excited with waffles, always. <sighs> okay, That's you just have wrong. First, maybe off, I just haven't had a what great is it? waffle. Is it the shape? Those little pockets where your syrup falls in? Yeah, maybe those little touch delicious butter? syrup yeah, and butter holders. Yeah, I guess holders. I don't like is it, them. Is it the the crispy outside with the soft? I inside? think I haven't. <laughs> I think I haven't had a great waffle, or I just genuinely don't like them that much. I can't. I don't know. Is it because have to go everyone loves them so much? Put it on the list. Is it because everyone <laughs> loves them so much, though? Do they not live up to their own hype? Maybe. Because I don't really love the crispy outside. I could eat 10 waffles, but I don't because I would look get looked down upon. <laughs> now, just to be clear, you guys aren't basing your rankings off egos, right? No. No, but I... But also, but that informs it a little bit. Yeah, I I no, see, that shouldn't be... have never ordered a waffle anywhere. That oh, whoa, well, then you know. <laughs> your argument is invalid. Are you kidding? I told you, you I have haven't never... had a great waffle. You haven't had, you've never like had, had a good had waffle. waffle. Yeah. I've had waffles made like at home. You had like a Belgian like my waffle. Mom made Put my ice cream in like whipped what cream and strawberries Belgian and bananas waffle? on it. Belgian uh, waffle. Thicker, love whipped in cream. My opinion, yeah, in my opinion, the, they're thicker and they're... If you can... If you can fit, like, a small shot glass size of syrup in each square, that's a Belgian waffle. <laughs> when oh, wow. I think of waffles, I think of my, the roof of my mouth hurting. Yeah. because you guys oh, haven't yeah. had good waffles. Yeah, you, I, I mean, so. for all of my ranking <laughs> waffles at number three, there's nothing wrong with a that's delicious a Belgian waffle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you get the ones that are, like, really thick and doughy and, again, fruit and whipped cream, you don't even need syrup on it. I mean, you can if you want to, but it... It is kind of like a pastry. I mean, and it's, it's kind of light sometimes too. It's not there. like heavy, like a like like yeah. a like a short oh, really? stack or anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a little light. It's a little it's a little more elegant. Well, now now you have my attention. Yeah, yeah. it's a, a proper waffle is very fluffy and light. Absolutely. Maybe we've only had bad waffles. Yeah, I think I'm we've thinking oh, of like a, a thing where you could like. Not hurting my yeah, no, 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 no. My heart is hurting. With a with a proper waffle, you can very easily cut it with a fork. Absolutely, really, very yeah. Easily. And it doesn't even totally. crack. No, well, no. See, like a proper <laughs> waffle, you can cut along the lines and end up with basically eight to twelve, like little shot glass sized 
pieces of waffle that it, that basically dissolve in your mouth as you eat it. Like it's super oh gosh, fluffy that and light. Sound that sounds that's so, so different good. than what I've had. Yeah, oh, yeah Belgian delicious. waffles are pretty amazing. I feel angry I, at all the places that have ruined waffles for me. I mentioned I earlier like, my yeah, favorite waffle. But yeah, my favorite waffle of that kind of cheaper waffle is I don't know if Gary, you've been to Roscoe's before, sure. but those waffles, like they are like the kind of ego waffle, but they but they're, they're my favorite of those kind of waffles. But they're but that's done right and it's homemade for lack of a better term. Like they make them in house. Like you're right, those are of that kind of waffle, that's the best one. Yeah. That kind of waffle should not be in this conversation. But how hmm. do you feel that about the tier. combination of chicken and waffles? Because oftentimes I'm like, I would like to separate them. And have syrup on the waffle and just eat the chicken. I don't I'm not I'm not personally a fan of chicken yeah. and waffles. I think it's fine. I don't it's not something I would ever seek out. The the one time I think I've been there, somebody came in from out of town and was demanding that we go there and I was like, Yeah, sure, of course, that's fine. But I it was five and a half minutes from my house. We drove by it approximately nine times a week. I never once went back. Yeah, one of my favorite restaurants in Brooklyn also serves chicken with waffles. And so I've had a few bites because I've been with people who've ordered it. And again, it's like, oh, these flavors aren't mingling for me. It's a very bizarre combination. It takes some getting used to. Mm -hmm. I would say that I also tend to just kind of separate the two. I haven't had it a whole lot of times. Uh, I'm just saying that if you're going to talk about your more traditional kind of waffles, you're really not going to get better than the ones that Roscoe makes. But if you want to step it up and go to like a nice a nicer restaurant and get a Belgian waffle, it like Gary and Chris have been explaining, like it really is totally different than the kind you feel like you can smack on the counter and crack in half. Yeah. <laughs> like you would not you would not be able to do it with a Belgian waffle. It's like it's like three standard waffles stacked on top of each other. But like a well, fluid light, texture. Right. The light and the fluffiness yeah. is what I haven't experienced. I've experienced. Right, me neither. Or I think they've just been overcooked. Yeah. They just aren't. They don't melt in your mouth. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't flipped early enough. Yeah. They were overcooked. Kaylin, I know you don't like sweet stuff. Yeah. I don't eat any of this stuff. So. Have you had it before? Yeah, sure. And Not it, for a long time, though. How, how would you have ranked it back in your day? Um, Probably... Uh, waffles, third, uh, French toast, second, pancakes. First. I feel like I'm having an argument with like this Yourself. is like having an argument over like I don't know like if I was from some ethnic group and we were all talking about my ethnic group and none of you were in it like you don't, you've never had a fucking waffle. So waffles are your favorite? Is that <laughs> that's what I gather? Yeah, I've had a million waffles. waffles. They're waffles still number are three up there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bold stance here that's gonna get me a lot of shit and. You can tweet me at G. Patrick Smith, and I'll ignore you. <laughs> French toast number three. Wow! Oh, get out of here! Okay. Absolutely. Explain what? yourself. Play the outro music. Absolutely over. That's like having a meatloaf for breakfast. Get the fuck out of here! What are you talking? There's not actually meat in them. I know. I'm just saying it's such a. Have you had a proper yeah, French it's not toast? Jambon <laughs> toast. No, no, I have. I have, and French toast is really good. I think that you know. These three things are probably three of my top breakfast foods. I just personally think French toast is too heavy for a breakfast food. Oh, I agree. I I will, we all agree. I, I will yeah, like a French, we're on if we're going to have like a 1 p.m. brunch, then we're having a different ranking. But if we're talking about we're going to go get breakfast at 9 in the morning at the hotel in San Antonio, well, hopefully not at that hotel, but it's some <laughs> good hotel. Oh, like any of the other ones that like might have Every other vacancy? one we've been to, like the one in Seattle where they left us mangria and stuff. Right. Um, then, then French toast is, is falling down the list for me because it puts me into a coma. 
Like, yes, it will knock me out. It's not that it's not delicious. It's too delicious and too rich. Mm. When I was trying to lose weight in New York, I actually took the cover of – it was the Time Out New York food issue. And there was a picture of the best brioche French toast in the city with whipped cream and syrup and like it – you know, like it was like food porn. And that was the pic- – it's, it was funny that that was the picture I had to look at to remind me to not – like that was my inspiration because when I looked at it, I could very easily imagine the feeling of having just eaten it and feeling totally sick. Mm-hmm. It's funny that it was a photo that's supposed to be appetizing, huh. but looking at it, I was like, oh, it's too heavy. <laughs> just, the, just looking at it made me feel that way. Interesting technique. Yeah. yeah. I think I also just have a lot of childhood memories of making French toast. It's the kind of dish that – as a kid, is a little bit you gotta crack the egg, you gotta dip the toast on both sides. Like it's a slightly complicated dish for like a little kid. And I remember making that on the weekends when my friends would stay over, and that was like a really fun thing. So maybe that's also part of why I think French toast could only be number one. And you're always supposed to do it with stale bread too, right? I've yeah, heard, I've heard, I've heard, that, heard before. that. Leave it out and then yeah. make French. I wonder toast. why. I guess it just maybe the texture is better. It just doesn't matter. It's just so good. It doesn't matter. Someone's in a French toast. Do you want to be a little Let's do French toast right now. I'm ready to go. Did we already talk about what we're all going to do for New Year's Eve? We did, right? Because I remember Gary's not doing whatever you wanted him to do, Matt. (laughs) Yeah, that's 100% correct. We did. Yeah, that's every single one of my friends. Yeah, no one's doing. No one but my girlfriend and I will be doing what we're doing for New Year's. That's okay. We're going to have a great time together. I just hope. And I hope you're all with me on this, that Chris doesn't get beat up again. Oh, oh my God. That it's was a year ago. It's been a one ago. year. Yep. Wow. I told Chris, I'm like, please don't get into a fight. That seems like longer than a year ago now to me. Does it seem like it more recent? It seems really short Things that me. were a year ago seem like roll. yesterday, but for some reason that seems like longer ago. Weird. Yeah, I'll probably wait a little later for my annual fight. <laughs> <laughs> Make it like Valentine's Day. Make it day. a summer <laughs> fight. Yeah, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Um, last week, we received a really nice letter from... Someone who who had – was it her sister who did the really cool artwork for us? Yeah, absolutely. And she asked us where we see ourselves in five years. And I realized that we forgot to answer that. We did. Oh. I always had problems answering that question. I feel like it's a, it's a question that you get asked periodically. Like, where do you want – you know, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? And I would always be like, I just want to be happy. I don't know. It's like I didn't yeah. want to commit to something. But now at this point – Maybe it's because when I was so young, I was like, I don't know what I want to exactly be yet or something. I hope I have kids in five years. I hope I've published a book in five years. I guess this is not really saying where I want to be as much as things I hope that I've done. I think it's the same thing. That's the same thing. Okay. I've had yeah. kids. I hope I've published a book. Um, and I hope that – I really would like to have a TV show. Of, I go back and forth about whether I want it to be – a talk show, an, like an interview show, or whether I want to explore a topic in depth each week, so more like a news magazine show. Um, I hope the right format finds me, or I hope I find the right format. So I would like to do that. Or at least in five years, I would like to not still be wanting that to happen. I, I would like to find some resolution regarding that particular goal. Um, and I don't know. Maybe I'll still be doing the Adam Carolla show. Who knows? The last four years went by very fast. Were you, has it been four years for you? It's been four years. Wow. Well, in January. I start. I auditioned in November of 2010 and – sorry, I'm counting. Wait. So 11, 12, 
13. Yeah. So I auditioned in November of 2010, and I had my first week of – like, I did my full week of auditions. Was that the first week of January? I guess it was the first week of January. And then, yeah, my first official day was January 11th, I think, 2011. So it's really? almost four years, yeah. One, 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 one. Is that right? Or was it – Giovanni would know. It was either the uh, – 11th, the 10th or the 11th, that right. whatever that Monday was or Sunday. Yeah, no, your timeline sounds about right. Yeah. So, yeah, four years. Crazy, That's right? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Five years seems like a pretty long time from now. I also, just from my own mental stability, have a really hard time thinking outside of a week from now. Right. It's a reluct- um, for me, it's a reluctance to think that far. Yeah. I, to me, it's not so much a reluctance as it is um, surrendering to not being in any sort of control or knowing anything. Like it's hard for me to say even remotely what I think will be five years from now because there's an infinite amount of things that can happen between now and then. I would like to say that I will make twice the amount of money that I'm making right now within five years. That would be really great. Um, it would be great to get back into playing tennis again. That's something I would like to do within this year. So I would hope five years from now that it's just sort of a part of a regular day experience. And then um, I don't know. Writing is always like a goal that I say that I have, but I feel like I don't put the physical commitment to it as much. But again, I feel like that's more of like a short-term goal. That's something that I would like to get back into the habit of doing this year so that five years from now, it's just part of who I am. There you go. That's nice. my five-year plan. Chris? I I don't even know how to answer that either. Um, eating. Eating. <laughs> Chris sees himself eating in five years. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I've done more stuff with music. Uh, I don't I think about that, like where I was like five years ago and where I am now. I'm, you know, I feel like I've my life has propelled and, exponentially, so I'm just hoping that, that it stays on track. Uh, in in that sort of in that sort of way, um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I have no. How old will I be? Like thirty four. We thirty four. Wow, that's old. Yeah, but not really. No, it's not old at all. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's just like yeah. I just hope. I feel like there's some accomplishment in there. Yeah, Jenna. Ah, we have a lot of similar goals. I in five years, I'd like to have kids or a kid. Um, and I would love to have a book done. I would love to do something in TV. I don't know what it is either, but probably not interviewing or I had more comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Like a sketch show or sitcom yeah, or something like that? sketch, sitcom, even just like pop culture. You know, there's a lot of things I could see myself doing, hosting, um, I'd like to feel, I guess, like five years ago, I've been doing stand-up for about five years. And so my life has changed so much since I started doing stand-up because that was such like a weird goal that I never even knew was going to be a part of my life. And then the movie and getting married and like everything is dramatically different and I live here. So, I mean, I don't. where will I even be in five years? I don't even know. I feel like I'm having a crisis right now <laughs> in this very moment. Breathe in, breathe out. Someone give me a paper bag. No, but I, 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 I just, I hope that my, 
I just continue because I feel like I've been on this like really slow climb for five years. Yeah. And I'd like that just to continue. I don't need to like shoot to any success really quickly, but I like the slow and steady climb. I feel comfortable there and I like it and I feel like I'm doing the things that I I finally in the last maybe two years feel like I'm doing the things that I really love to do. I get to do a lot of speaking and doing stand up and and I do this podcast. I feel like I'm doing things that I love. So Good. that's what's nice. Do you feel the same way I do, which is you spend so much of your life wondering what is my life going to look like one day? You know, what's the future going to hold? And when you get married, it's like it's almost like your if your life is a book for the longest time, you're like a quarter of the way in and there's so much like what's in all these pages. And then once you get married, it like you just go to three quarters of the way in or something. It's like what I mean to say is so many of the giant questions get answered very – for me, it, like, it's like so much, so many things got answered very – like so many things fell into place quickly for me that it's like there's a lot of questions about what the future holds but not in that same not, – not to the degree that there were before I got married. Because I think that was such a big question of like, will I get married? Who will it be? So what, many of where those Where will things. I end up living? And yeah. Mm-hmm. Will I have kids? Well, but you know, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really weird because you do. You feel like you fast you forward spend, really right. quick. Yeah. You spend so long wondering. Dating it's such a huge, and it's such yeah. a, Well, for people who want to get married, it's such a big piece of the pie and so many other things are contingent on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird. And then and then that all shifts, too, because now you have this other person, too. And it's like, you know, I'd love to make it so that I was doing I was so successful that Alan didn't have to worry about his day to day job like that would be. And I don't know how he feels about that. I think he would enjoy it. But I you know, I would love to make it so that we don't need our dual incomes. Like everything's going so great for my career that we could just like hang out when we're not working. That's so funny. You I know? have that fantasy too. I'm yeah. like, I'll put you on my payroll. Yeah, exactly. And then, then we won't have to be in LA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Oh my gosh, funny. so much the same. Yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, I hope I have a wife like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Kaylin? Uh, well, I'd like to get into television production one day, but in five years, if I was still doing the same thing I'm doing now, I'd still be happy. You did just start. A lot of us, we, I think Gary, Chris, and I, we've been here for just about five years now. So, more. considering more, has it been more? Yeah, just barely over five, though. Not much longer than five. Because my five-year at... anniversary was in um, April. Oh wow! Interesting. Okay, you were yeah, here. Gary and I started at the same time because mine was too. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, you came a little later. You were sort of doing write-ups, but you weren't really fully here. I think you're, you might be counting from when you became yeah. Adam's assistant. You were like that mystery guy for a while. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were an intern. I, we, all, intern. we all were interns. Oh. Yeah, we were. Interesting. I'm, in my mind, I always thought that 2010, early 2010 was when I started here. You're saying it was early 2009? I think it was. I think it was, yeah, like June, some June two thousand nine, two thousand nine, something like that. Yeah, because okay. that was because when you started, it wasn't the Adam Carolla show. It was the Adam right. Carolla podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Adam Carolla show, the first full year of the Adam Carolla show was two thousand ten, because that was the first Ace Awards. Oh, all right. Well, then there you go. So if his five year was in April, then mine was June. 
was just a couple months after these guys. When I first started, wouldn't you sit at the front computer up there doing show write-ups? Uh-huh. Yeah. But when I first started, there was a guy, Brian, was that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different yeah, guy who Brian was here. Meyer. Shout out to Brian Meyer. If you're listening, love we love you, bro. Brian's now a history teacher in Kentucky or something like that. I talked I think... to him a couple years, like about within the last year I spoke to him. and Wasn't he's... it Kansas? Kansas. There you go. That's yeah. what it was, Kansas. See, that is... He was the nicest guy in the entire yeah, world. He's he was super guy. nice. That is crazy when I hear stories like that. Yeah. So it's like, his life changed so much. We're all still here. But then there's, for me, there's the New York versions of that, which are like, my life has changed so much since I left time out in New York, and then I was still in New York for a few years, and I did freelance, and I started Alison Rosen's new best friend, the Ustream show, and then I moved out here, and then I moved around, and blah, 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 blah. Whereas, like, there's people that I worked at time out in New York with who are still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so many years in one job. Yeah. Anyway, Kaylin, five years from now, you should be goddamn lucky to still be working here. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, what uh, about you? Um, I don't like this question. I don't like questions like this in general because they give me anxiety. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, this one hasn't been so painful for me, but that has off that for the majority of my life, I have disliked this kind of question. Yeah. Um, I'll answer it, but thanks for when writing I, in. No, when I, well, <laughs> when I read this, I read this letter eight hours ago or so, and I've been kind of dreading it for, I mean, a week and eight hours ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because we all are here on New Year's Eve right. at night recording this. No, um, I, I would say finally starting to think about getting married, um, though not necessarily doing it, but starting to like make those plans. Um, and, I would love to be a homeowner. Oh um, yeah, that's in my that's in my plans too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my career could go in so many different directions that speculating on it is just, just feels stupid. like bad luck, right? I, I, I like to I like to I like Matt's thing. I would love to have a hundred percent salary like increase. Elf. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, and and I guess I, this is also kind of stealing from Matt, but in the next. Sometime in the next five, seven years, I would love to be in a place where I could go back to playing hockey and just do that as like a recreational like way to stay in shape at night or whatever. But um, but the hockey thing kind of goes with the income thing and and a job that allows me to you know be free at nights. So I don't know. I'm, I think my main thing is uh, is a homeowner, and I would like to be in a place where I'm starting to think about and plan out like starting my family. Awesome. Yeah. I think That's good. so. Yeah, in five years, I'm going to release a record, make a music video that is absolutely hilarious. That it gets on America's Funniest Videos, where Jenna hosts. She gives me the yes! ultimate grand prize. It becomes headline news to where producer Kalen sees and puts on Allison's news TV show. <laughs> where uh, and I'm at home watching where, it, drinking beer. Where, where, where from? Where from Gary's? From Gary's new house. He's watching it while Matt is playing tennis on Gary's private tennis court. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. I just want a homeowner. I don't want a tennis court. I don't want me and Matt are podcasting in my house. There you go. There will be spoilers. Episode 7,000. Exactly. <laughs> this whole thing was like a spoiler. Mm-hmm. A All future right. spoiler. Well, in five years, let's check in <laughs> and, <laughs> and see good. if it all, uh, it all turned out. We'll ironically exactly. be doing a podcast about where we saw each other five years ago. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars.
All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes to us from Ainsley W., and it is titled, A Breath of Fresh Air and a Pocket Full of Warm Skittles. If you're looking for a new podcast or have heard one too many of Corolla's self-satisfied sniffs, switch it up to AIYNBF for a real breath of fresh air. Thursday episodes are a favorite part of my week, and I actually hate to turn them off when I walk through the door. I've laughed out loud too many times to count. The random topics of discussion, just me or everyone's, and overall banter are just too great. The entire group is so relatable, whether it's TV shows, music references, shower traveling, gal chat, bro chat, or just a recap of the week. Whatever they talk about, I enjoy. I've laughed, I've cried, I've cringed, and laughed some more. Thank you for being so wonderful to listen to. Allison, good luck with the baby making and the crate training. For Wendy, not the future kid. Gary, it's so nice to hear your input, not being verbally assaulted by Adam. Jenna, good luck with AFV, organ playing, and hashtag Al. Chris, I'd probably take a butterscotch, but not a loose Skittle. No offense. Matt, sometimes I picture how high you wrap your towel, and I laugh every time. Thanks for that. Kaylin, I like the longer hellos, but respect that you're working on a new catchphrase. Can't wait for your Twitter debut. Keep up the great work. Love listening. I've gone on too long. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) <laughs> what a wonderful like comment I like it There's a little really something great. for everyone yeah, Thank delightful. you Thank you Ainsley. So much That was really nice If you guys would like to leave A nice comment And perhaps be iTunes comment of the week Then uh, just leave us a nice comment Click five stars It's our favorite number And um, I love you guys So much Okay Let's do Just smear everyone Unless anyone has any Pressing things um, to discuss I just want to say on. Do you guys watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No uh, well, Sorry. Andy Samberg and his like best friend in the show, they made a joke about wearing the towel really oh, high. Oh, yes. People were tweeting me. Yeah, yeah. I got some ta- tweets about that, too. Yeah. yeah, it was really... I watched it. <laughs> Joe Latrulio. They stole it. Anyway, yep. it was crazy. Were, yes. What were they calling it? They called it like lady towel or wearing it like a lady or <laughs> Get something. Get out of here. I don't know. It's ridiculous. I can't I remember know. what it's really called. Oh, I know. It was... Bobo Boy Army. Assemble. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you guys about the books. You can get the books at thebooks.com. It's beautiful, modern, rustic bouquets. You have to see them to believe them. The flowers are cut the day you order them, which means you get them sooner so they last longer. So no wilting days-old flowers. They're from the side of an active volcano, and the flowers are grown in volcanic, mineral-rich soil. They're shipped direct to your door from Ecuador. Closer to the equator means more sun for the flowers. And they only work with sustainable and eco-friendly farms. Every farm is third-party certified by Vera Flora and the Rainforest Alliance, so you can feel good about shopping with the books. Flat pricing, no upsells or hidden costs. Free shipping, uh, always, so always free shipping. And what you see is what you get. There's no bait and switch. The picture you see on the website is literally what they're going to send you. It's the perfect product, especially for guys who need to send flowers for the holidays and on into Valentine's Day. So get your beautiful bouquet at thebooks.com, which is B-O-U-Q-S.com, and use my promo code AROSEN. So again, books.com, thebooks.com, T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com, and use my promo code AROSEN. Okay, Chris, what's going on? I see you taking a little video. Oh, yeah, I was just doing a little Snapchat. <laughs> to who? Between for shows. Who? Hold on. Hold right, on a ahead. second. Isn't Snapchat, isn't Kaylin too old for Snapchat? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it is for young I people. I usually do yes. it. I usually just, um, I just started getting it recently. I, I did a lot of basketball shots. You could probably find that on the uh, Insta if uh, I, I posted it on, on my account. But The Insta, is that what you call it now? Not he, switch, he switches it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like to keep it fresh for Gary. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What, what's wrong with Snapchat? I don't know. I just feel like it's for well, younger. Who do you send it to? Just you know, my friends. 
Oh, because I'm not like it's. I don't use it as like you know people think. Oh no, yeah, that's how I send my my DPs. That's not what I was saying. I guess what I was saying is I you're the only friend I know that's on Snapchat. I'm on it. Oh, but I'm sorry. I, but I, I, the first time I went on it, it was the most confusing experience ever. And then Alan made fun of me for days, and then I kind of forgot about I it. I still don't know how to work it. Like I it's have an very account. weird. So you look at the image, and then it goes away within a few seconds. Yeah, theoretically, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to work. But if you don't see, does it go away after you open it? Yes. Once okay. you open it, a timer starts. So if you don't, you can get to it days later, and it'll still Months be there. Months later, yeah. Yeah. And what's the point? Well, yeah, I can see how as a young person or if you had a lot of really great friends and you were like that's in touch is. all the time, <laughs> I can see how it would be fun. But why is it why <laughs> is it than necessary if if you're not doing something illegal or featuring nudity. immoral, then why wouldn't you just have a group text with your friends? That's what I've never got. Cuz they it send like ugly pictures. Yeah, you don't and, have to you can do, like, pranks. And I mean, I guess it's more yeah. like conversation. If I'm texting you a selfie, you're probably getting, like, my 40th selfie. Like, I'm, you know, i got to make sure I give you the good one. But Snapchat. It's I'm, like, whatever. It disappears anyway. <laughs> yeah, except that you can screenshot it. And it tells you when people yeah, screenshot know, it. Oh, it does? Weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I've never understood that. That's like, the whole idea was like, well, you can sext with people. And then, like, if that they take a screenshot, it'll tell you. It's like, well, great. Now I know that somebody has a fucking naked picture of me. Like... I'll yeah, I guess that's you can also chat right within it. Like if you're both on it at the same time and you're on the page where you're talking, you can push the button and you'll both be there talking to oh, each other. Like it's like chat? instant FaceTime. Yeah. And they've also that company is expanding really fast. I mean, they turned down over three billion to for an acquisition offer. And uh, they like they now just built in uh, what's it called, Chris? Snap Pay. You can like send people money over Snapchat yeah. now. Does it disappear within a few seconds? <laughs> I would <laughs> imagine. Spend it. <laughs> spend it quickly. And who owns Snapchat? It's I don't independently know. It's owned. independent. Owned. I mean, they have they took angel investments, but it, the CEO is a kid named Evan Spiegel, and then He's they 12. have a, they have a very similar story to Facebook, where it was three guys and they cut one of them out. It's kind of fun. But, yeah, and then I just I just Paging send my friends Aaron like Sorkin. me doing like weird. And you can draw on it right away, and you can type on it. Oh, you can draw on it. Mm-hmm. Remember when? Oh, what, not words with friends. What was that thing that? Uh, Pictures with friends or something. Draw, draw, draw something. <gasps> yeah, yes. draw something. That was fun for the three hours that it lasted. That was so. That was a uh, Candy Crush before Candy Crush. Just in terms of that was what everyone was doing. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I like that one. But Candy Crushes. Do you still play Candy Crush? I do sometimes. I do. I haven't yeah. played in a while. I think and Daniel I may still or may is. not have downloaded Soda Crush for a while. Oh, that's what Daniel's into now. Oh, you know what Daniel still does? I don't know if you guys. I know you guys were all doing it at one point. He still does tapped out. Oh, you know oh, what? I stopped doing that. I something screwed up with my account, and they. I went on one day, and it was like start from nothing, and I was like, no, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why I objected to that so much, but I was not starting over. But I fan, don't know what that is. A fan actually caught me playing tapped out at a show. While you were while we were doing the live show. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it was a live show. Like, that, to be fair, it was boring. <laughs> no, it was an interesting show. But to be fair, it was a live show that didn't have a projector, so there was not a ton that I oh. could do except listen and make sure that I was alert in case somebody called for me or whatever. Or there was a calamity. Right. But uh, he came up to me after, and we had a very long conversation about tapped out, much longer than I wanted. To. Was it my husband? No, it was. <laughs> it was a guy who. It was a guy. He had a really sweet story. It was like how he connects with his son. 
Like, I think he may have lived in a different city from his son or something like that. But, like, that was, like, what they do together is, like, play Tapped Out. It was a really sweet story, but he was clearly 50 times more into Tapped Out than I was. And he started asking questions that I didn't even understand. I felt bad. I don't even know what that is. I know. That's that Simpsons, Simpsons game I used to play. It's like Simpsons oh, and The Sims. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I've like never played it. Oh, no. It's Gary actually more like Roller Coaster Tycoon. It is more Ooh. like Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's like a. Which I know you. It's like building your own. Fan of that one. Build your own virtual uh, Springfield. Oh, nice. Oh, that, that sounds it's fun. fun. Like and fun. it's social and it's like you can ask friends for help and stuff. It, it's, it was an interesting game. Cool. Let's do Just Me Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on. Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? Kristen W. says, I fall dead asleep on the couch, but when I make it to the bed, wide awake, curses. Yes, except for when I make it to the bed and I'm out like a light. But I know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Other than when when I don't do that. Yeah. I'm one of those people who does not fall asleep on the couch i sense myself kind of dozing off on the couch and then i just say we're gonna finish this tomorrow and i go to bed I, you say I, that to your girlfriend yep. about what you're watching okay. exactly i thought yeah. you meant like we're gonna finish like you say it to yourself oh i've also <laughs> done that too i've also done that too i used to be that way i, I used to never be the person that fell asleep while watching tv and now i can't not fall asleep. it's weird like my eyes yeah. just get very heavy very quickly i don't think i've ever been out for more than a minute Ever, because I can just tell that I'm losing track of the story of whatever I'm watching. I'm just like, you know, it's just not worth it. I know I'm going to end up rewinding it and watching it anyway. Having said that, my girlfriend sleeps on the couch all the time. Yeah. All the time. I'm laughing because that was, it's kind of a pump your ears moment, but I feel like all the audience who isn't caught up on newsroom would need to pump their ears. So I'll make this very, very vague. No need to pump. That's cool. Um, I fell asleep during the finale of Newsroom. No, I didn't fall asleep. What? I, I was tired. I've, I've now watched all She of was tired, time. Gary. Come on. <laughs> I started falling asleep. Or, no, maybe I didn't fall asleep. Maybe I was just tweeting or something. I don't know. I lost track of what? the story. And then I turned to Daniel and I said, what's going on? And then he said, oh. And then he said this thing that was re- so ridiculous and far-fetched and kind of supernatural. And I said, oh, you're going to definitely have to go back then. Just go back to the point where that supernatural thing happened. And then he started laughing because he had made it all up. It would be funnier if I could tell you what he said, but I don't <laughs> want to spoil it for people. So now I, I wish I hadn't opened I my mouth. I do like the idea of, like, fake spoiling something for somebody. I mean – If you do it subtly enough, you can really upset somebody. I think Chandler Well, it wasn't that he had upset me. It was – it was that he told me something completely ridiculous, and I believed that that was yeah. what happened because it seemed uh, possible that Sorkin would have done that kind of yeah. thing. Well, wait. Can't we just have Matt pump his ears? It's been like 18 days. Okay, yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes in a row, folks. You're welcome. He was like, oh, okay, well, so they were at the funeral, and then Charlie got up and got out of the coffin, and then they walked somewhere. And I, and I was like... And I said, oh, okay, go. And I was like, oh, I know. And I said, oh, I did miss a lot. Okay, can you go back to the part where Charlie got out of the coffin? That's pretty great. (laughs) But in my defense, with the whole jail plot where... Oh, I heard the word jail. This ear pumping's not bad That was another episode. I can't hear anything else. I just heard the word jail. (laughs) Keep talking. Go ahead. I was like, it doesn't seem that far-fetched for Sorkin to make some kind of fantasy sequence with something like that happening. No, I don't think it is. Every time Jenna turns to me, I wave. Um, yeah, so anyway, but it was pretty funny. I was gullible. Okay, we're done. <laughs> All right. 
Matt was, so was just like, staring at me, and he needed double thumbs up. <laughs> and then he still took another beat to make sure I wasn't just fucking sure. with him. See, that was more movie trailer length. I'm, yeah. not feeling, I'm feeling just fine. Continue. Uh, <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> Eric LeBlanc says, I can control the loudness of my farts by controlling how tight my asshole is. Just mirror everyone. <laughs> I don't know if I can control how tight my asshole is. I'm trying to think. I appreciate I what this guy's what going saying. for. What I think what he's trying to say is he can muffle a fart, and I think we all can do that if you need to. Not I have it just me or everyone when we're done with this one. All right. Does that have to do with farting? No. Because you could say it now. Um, I get what this guy's going for, and I would like to say that it's just me as well, but sometimes you don't quite... You don't quite get the measurement right. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You think, you think you're muffling it, and then you just, it's just too late. Right. I think we're all guilty Do you, of that. Uh, you and your girlfriend, are you like at that level where you just, you just rip them? Oh, just rip them each other? all day. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know even if, Allison, you and Daniel just rip farts in front of each other all day long. No. It's fun if it happens. Does, <laughs> it's fun if it happens. There's nothing wrong with it, but I wouldn't say that I go out of my way to. Allison, I don't think it's wrong that you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have, but I don't do it with the glee that he does. But sure. I actually, I, I, he doesn't. Well, always then what do you do, do immediately Wait. after? What happens? I laugh. Has Daniel ever <laughs> Dutch ovened you? That is evil. Has no. that happened to you? No, but it's evil. Do you know what that is, Allison? Is that where you like trap someone in a bed with a fart? Yes. Yeah, so you, like, Wait, push them under the covers. Don't ever do that I think to I your loved ones. I would feel one. frightened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would Not feel a... frightened and disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Frightened at first, disgusted and shortly horrified. thereafter. Horrified. Yeah. I like the fart part of it. I don't like being trapped in the bed under the covers. But that's the part that I don't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't appeal to oh. me. But... It doesn't. <laughs> How wildly surprising! <laughs> just you. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, you have it. Just me, everyone, Gary. Yeah, um, it seems like it's been happening a lot lately where I'll be talking about somebody or something or some song where I would not typically talk about them. And that person will email me or I'll see that song, or I'll hear that song or like see that movie. Yes. Yeah, that like weird today, coincidence thing. Yeah, like today I, I was – Matt was there. I was talking about a comedian who's a, a friend of the network. His name's Steve Hofstetter and he's a very nice guy but – not somebody who comes up in my life very often. I just, okay, just to compound the weirdness, I just got an email from him. So did I. I'm okay. sure he sent it to all of us and just BCC'd us or whatever. But yeah, he was, I was listening, this morning I was listening to him on Burt Kreischer's podcast, which that episode aired eight months ago, nine months ago. And then I was telling Adam that Steve had been talking about Adam on Burt's podcast. And then three hours later I got an email from him and it's just seems so weird. It's always weird when that happens. Yes. Yeah. I it's like om- it. Yeah. I like it too. I don't I don't I'm not saying it's negative. It's just it's always very jarring when it happens. I was just it came to my mind that uh you just had a slumdog millionaire moment cuz that entire movie Never is, seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Based on that concept. Slumdog millionaire? You guys seen that I before? I saw it, but I don't remember yes. it being based on that concept. A guy who starts from nothing ends up on who wants to be a millionaire and every single question that he's asked, he knows the answer because it's something that has happened in his life. At some point, at some random point in time, he was given a hundred dollar bill, an American hundred dollar bill, which makes no sense living in India, you know. That's essentially the scenario. And then the question is, who is the face of the $100 bill? So the movie, you get to see the story of how he got that $100 bill and how weird it is that he got that. But I have those – I call them slumdog moments 
when somebody asks you a question or something and the only reason you know the answer to it is because you've kind of just been told it a few days earlier <laughs> or like you you hear the right. name or you see the name a few days earlier. I saw that movie on a semi-date and when I say semi-date, it's because I liked him and I don't think – well, we had been involved but I think he was on his way out. But I – no, no. We saw Synecdoche, New York when that was happening. When we saw Slumdog Millionaire, that actually was our first date. A real date. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. The whole – that whole – Whatever the hell that was was very weird. Like, for all I know, for all I know, he intended for us to go to that movie as friends. But then when as he was saying goodbye to me, he decided to kiss me and then we started dating as opposed to it being an actual date. You know, to me, it was a date. I'm sorry to bring up such confusing memories. <laughs> it was a very I was one of the most con- confusing like flings I've ever had. But I you know, the reason I say this is because I think he had said that he wasn't planning to kiss me, it just he decided like he just did, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess you didn't like me. I, I was confused by that. That was his explanation for it. But anyway, to me, I liked him, so to me, that was a date. Maybe and he wasn't planning on kissing you, but then you were just giving him the signs. Maybe I was. Yeah. Um, but I think seeing a movie on a date or something date like is the worst place to see a movie because it totally makes it so I can't focus on the plot. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective 2. I have no idea what happened. When Major Calls? That was <laughs> that on a was date? The, wow. the Village. Is that the... Um, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. I, yeah. Hmm. I, that movie was like, what is happening? I'm on this like <laughs> date and it's crazy right. and weird and what's... I don't know. I must be terrible to go on dates with movies because I'm always like, you are. watching. I'm watching. <laughs> Did you say you are? Yeah. yeah. I'm pumping my ears during the trailers. <laughs> And then during the him movie, and, him and Randy are fucking miserable to go to movies <laughs> with. It's gotten to the point where now when I go to a movie with Randy, when the movie starts, I'll take my phone out and hold the top button so that the power thing comes off and hold it over so he can turn my phone off. <laughs> because God forbid I look at my phone one time. That's right. It ruins the movie for Focus. me. Focus. Oh, my word. I have a, like, awkward relationship memory with Slumdog, too. What was yours? I was really, really into this guy, and he seemed to like me, and we went on a couple of dates, and he had all the screeners that year of Oscar-nominated movies, and so he gave me that one and was like, you really should watch this. It's so great. So though I watched it, and it was like a, like a very – I watched it, and then I called him, and we talked about it, and then I was like, this is a guy I thought – like I, he – I thought he was the one, and then I had this moment of, like, realizing he wasn't and was, like, heartbroken for months. So now I think of that movie, and I think, oh, remember when I was, was heartbroken? No. I don't think so. Yeah, Wait, I think when you he say liked you, me. When you say you had this moment of realizing he wasn't, was that because of you realized he wasn't the right one for you, or you realized he didn't want what you wanted? Both. It was, like, this really weird moment of being... Like, I was alone in my room, and I was, like, thinking about it and thinking the way he was acting and thinking the way I was feeling, and I was like, this is never going to happen. I hate that. Right? That cool, cruel blast of reality. Yep. It was brutal. When all of a sudden you take stock and you're like, wait a minute, this person is not act. well, for, I don't want to speak for you, but this person is not acting the way someone acts if they actually want something with you. Mm-hmm. It's real. He's just not that into you stuff. Right. <laughs> brutal. 
Again, I apologize, ladies. <laughs> yeah. it's I okay. think of Slumdog Millionaire. I, I just think t- of Jack and everybody dancing in the train station. I love like, the movie. Oh, were those and I good. used to listen to the song were when I was heartbroken <laughs> and run to it on the treadmill and be sad, but I still oh. listen to the song. How long were you heartbroken over this guy? A few months. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Do I'll give you the details. Do who he is? Yes. I do? Yeah. Oh, boy. It's yeah. John Stewart. Was it John Stewart? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. I heard you guys talk about John Stewart earlier. <laughs> it was not John Stewart. Okay. If Alex, I turn okay. on the TV and Slumdog Millionaire pops up. You have to finish it. No, that that's a Slumdog moment because we were just talking about it. Oh, uh, shit. Is it true? If it pops up later. Yeah. And you're like, be. oh, I don't know anything about this movie. Oh, wait, I know everything about this movie because we just talked about it. That would be a slumdog moment. All right. But then you'll be like, this is a really great movie. You made that term up? Because it is. I don't know if I made it up. No. Oh, okay. That's fine. (laughs) Well, the movie doesn't refer to it that way, though. Yeah. Alex Perry says, not knowing how to pronounce the pronunciation break... uh, Sorry. Not knowing how to pronounce the pronunciation breakdowns in definitions. Just mirror everyone. Sometimes. Like in dictionaries when they have like... Yeah. Yeah. Those are... Those are very weird because they have a lot of symbols and slashes and things. Right. Yep. It's not just you, man. Andrew Damos Sleep says, well. just mirror everyone. Hate it when people say times it by instead of multiply it by. Sounds like the way a child would talk. Am I being a douche? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I'm with this guy. I am too. Times it by? I Seriously? think I say times <laughs> it by. No, I'm kind of with him. Yeah, I'm with this guy. Seriously. I mean, okay. five times five? Okay, fine. Well, yeah, that's correct. Five times it by five. Well, get, I get don't think out. it's in that. Well, no, you'd be like, like, and then you times it by. Yeah, yeah. like Count I was so mad. Times it by ten million. Times it by five. Now I'm with this guy. I may just be a language dick, but I was, <laughs> I was at a uh, a graduation in Ohio. I wanted to ask, where in Ohio are you going, Jenna? Uh, just outside of Cleveland. Okay, so yeah. I was in Akron, and I was my cousin was graduating. And during the keynote, during the speech, or during like the speech before the graduation, they had a chick who's like the CEO of the LeBron James Corporation and something else. Like she was a powerful business person who was giving the speech. And she had a teleprompter, and it was apparent that she had not really run through the speech before and wasn't super comfortable with the teleprompter. And at a certain point, she said to borrow to borrow a line from someone much or way more smarter than I am. <laughs> and I yeah, fucking grabbed right. my mom's arm so hard. That when I looked down and took my hand off, like there were white, white marks. marks. <laughs> I was I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I felt bad for her, but like, that's tough. That's pretty bad. That is right. That is pretty bad. That's tough. I don't like it when people uh, say anyways, but it's just like a very personal thing because I know a lot of people say that. But anyways, it is, and then I anyways, I don't like. <laughs> anyway. Well, so I never noticed. Chris so is privy don't. to what's happening to me right now. <laughs> And by the time you hear this, you will have heard the Natalie Morris episode of my show. She's a broadcaster, and she started talking about when CBS – she got hired by CBS, and then they sent her to a vocal coach who really undermined her but taught her all these valuable lessons but also undermined her. And as she was talking, I began to get so self-conscious about every word coming out of my mouth. I still am a little bit because she'd be she like – them word whiskers. Word whiskers and you're never what – you're what you're never supposed to do is when you're giving a list, you're never supposed to emphasize and. And I'm like, I think that's all I do. I'll what be does like, that mean? And da, da, da. Like oh. I think she's cool. saying that if you say that you know it's available at Barnes and Noble, B and H, and Amazon, you shouldn't go Barnes and Noble, B and H, and Amazon, which is not something I would do. But I will 
emphasize and the and just because I'm trying to think of the next thing. You're not ever supposed to start a sentence with but or something like that. Um, not <laughs> but, too, too right no. or so or and or I mean just Basically. just a whole bunch of things that I do. I'm sure that I do them. The I one, do all those. Yeah. The one thing that I'm thinking about and Doctor Chris Loxamana can back me up. Larry Miller and by. Amazon doesn't he always yeah. he emphasizes the and every time well, that's, like, that's like an part of the shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's talking about if you're going to be a broadcaster on television, so it's different. Okay, but yeah, that's part of the gag. It's yeah. I mean, I'm there is a line to be drawn. I I think that you should sound natural if on podcasting. You, I think on, podcasting in particular. So, yeah. Yes, if you have colloquial colloquial things that you say like if you say afterwards or towards words that are not real words i think it's okay if it sounds genuine if you spend too much time like imp- like trying trimming to trimming your word whiskers yeah trimming your word whiskers <laughs> then then you're not you're not being genuine anymore right i think at least i mean maybe i'm only thinking of podcasting but that's i think the number one thing that people listen for or when you see movies, you just look for truth. You look for authenticity. And if you are too refined, unless that really is who you are, it doesn't work. Yeah, keep the whiskers. Keeps you balanced. So I have a lot of whiskers is what we're all saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, so that kept happening on the episode. She'd be like, I'm sure they have vocal coaches out in California. I'm like, <laughs> There's got to so be people in me, Glendale. Right. Right? Like, I was like... Oh, jeez. No. You're supposed to say that I don't need that. Except that she was talking about how she and her husband, who's an anchor on Fox, will sit at home and just pick apart other broadcasters. Not talking about me, but... 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 (laughs) You started saying some but. I know. Um, But anyway, I'm like, I'm sure she's... Now that she's attuned to all these things, I'm sure it's just like... I'm just like a big word whisker with feet. (laughs) Okay. Mallory says... Uh, whenever I'm out to eat with friends and they all order something healthy, I feel guilted into also ordering something healthy. I don't have that. See, I feel like I'm the person who I, I usually order something healthy, hoping that other people don't so that I can have some of theirs. So you can be, oh, and, so I could be the one who ordered yeah. the healthy thing. And oftentimes, no, what I noticed though did you is. you emphasize and? I did, yeah. Okay. What I'll notice is. If I'm wanting to order an appetizer and an entree, sometimes you're with friends who are strictly just the entree people or they're just small plates people. How about when Dawson ordered two appetizers recently when we were all at lunch together? I thought that was a power move. Did he do that? Yeah. I don't remember that. You ordered... A salad. Right. But did you order first or second? Because Dawson was after you. I think I ordered first. Yeah. You were on the end. So Allison ordered and they said super... Did you order an entree too? No, I just ordered a salad. Okay, so she ordered a salad. Then they asked Brian, and he, they got to the end of his order, and he, the waitress said, super salad. And he goes, does it come with it? And she goes, no. And he was like, okay, well, then I don't need anything, but thank you. And she goes to Dawson. She takes his order, and then she goes, super salad, and he goes, both. <laughs> Which, I think I went to the bathroom. That's why I missed well, that. Brian's. I think I ordered and then went to the bathroom. Oh, wait, didn't No, come it was it. not included. Oh. It was already established that it wasn't included. In front of Adam and August, he was like, I'll have both. And to his credit, he ate all every single bite that yeah. wasn't a p- cashew. <laughs> Pecan. Pecan. That's right. right. I couldn't remember. Wow. Good for him. I didn't notice that. Because I wasn't there. <laughs> um, okay. J-Mos and Bobo says, I eat my crackers salt side down. I, I do that too. Wow. I don't do that, but that's why. I just feel like I'm getting more of the salt 
<laughs> I like it. Even like, I think Pringles does that yeah. too, right? I flip it over and eat it the wrong way. Mm. Yeah. Would you do that with a piece of pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Maybe just asking. I would. I, there's a new show. Or a snickerdoodle? There's a show Maybe. on that. <laughs> I don't know. Now I've... I just got like totally schooled it. by you right there. No, no. The only Dang. reason why it comes to mind, right? The only reason it comes to mind is there's a new show. I want to say it's on Food Network. Maybe it's on Cooking Channel. I watch a lot of Chopped, and I saw the commercial break. There's a show called like How Do You Eat It or How to Eat This. Man, I can't remember getting, the exact like that, name. Should just feature us talking. They're about getting stuff. desperate for no, shows. They the, need us. Yeah. The promo for it was really cool because the host of the show like. Pizza, for example, like in the in this one 30 second spot, he explains like four or five different ways that he came up with a different way to eat pizza. Like you rip the crust off first, you put it into the middle of the pizza and then you kind of fold the pizza around the crust. And do that. The last thing he said was fold the pizza inside out rather than folding it up and in, keeping the cheese and everything kind of. Right. On top of the bread, turn it but into something that, that you can't hold at all. You say yeah. that, but then they show like people eating it, like folded inside out, and they're like, "Oh my god, the cheese is directly on my tongue. It's perfect." Like all these people are commenting on Sounds how, like an awful "Wow, show. maybe this is <laughs> the way like to a terrible, eat that." Stupid show. No, that's a stupid idea because a, that's going to rip the cheese down the center when you fold it, and b, you're going to burn the roof of your mouth more. I'm not easily. saying and that. Also, are you, messy. Like, I do you wear do a bib? But not only that, once you yeah, chew, yeah. you get all the flavors. Listen, yeah, it just slides the cheese right off. You get cheese plate. You know, are yeah. you saying you don't wear a bib when you eat? <laughs> I've I've grown out of mine. Yeah. No. I don't do the bib. You gotta go thing, to Red guys. Lobster. They have yeah. the one size fits all. Red Lobster. Have you guys ever been to a Red Lobster? I, one time. I went once. I have not, but I've heard that the cheddar biscuits are worth going for once. That's why That's, I went once. I've, I've never been. I've, I've never been either, but I it's one of those things where I go, why haven't I? I don't I, like seafood. That's why I haven't been. Mm. Oh, I yeah. don't think I'll that's it. what it is. I've driven by one. I like the idea of it, but I've never been. And I went once and they had the cheddar, the, those cheddar biscuits, and my waiter said, this is why I started working here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> They're what? that good. All right. Yeah, you can just order those and not have uh, anything else. Aren't they free if you order something else, though? Yeah, they are. But are you, you can just order them. I have a friend who does who will... Order them and go pick them up. Oh, it's takeout? Mm-hmm. That's a power. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like the cut of that person's jib. I know. That's great. That's pretty awesome. Did you just make the, did you just do the math on yourself that you're saying power move? I just thought that too. <laughs> yes. Absolutely right. It's absolutely right. I've said power move way too many times. Hashtag it power move. It is weird when these word whiskers, <laughs> it is weird when all of a sudden you get locked into saying, like, that'll happen where all of a sudden you're like, why is this the word that's at the top of my lexicon yeah. today? Against All Todds says, if a woman looks pregnant, I won't comment on it for fear she's just out of shape. Well, bless your heart. Wise, wise <laughs> yeah. Todd. Yeah, that's, that's just smart. smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's just good business sense. Power I don't move. think that's just you. Yeah, I've had that too. Power <laughs> move. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, because I remember like two years ago in Phoenix, the really drunk crowd deciding that the reason that like they just figured out I must be pregnant because I wasn't drinking and because I was glowing. And I'm like, really drunk. You're crap. calling me fat. Really, really. <laughs> what drunk I hear crap, is that I look way. fat. Although I do believe that they just. I think if you if people see you not drinking, they just assume. And they and everyone knows I'm trying to get pregnant. But <laughs> anywho, I'll I, uh, let you guys know when I am. 
Yeah, I wouldn't even take it so far as if like a pregnant woman came up, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have a baby soon." And I'm like, "What? You're pregnant? No." That's good. No, that's good. There's no baby in there. That is always good. <laughs> Everyone should do that all the time because a real pregnant, like if you're pregnant, you'll just laugh. That's yeah. like that's like right. the same thing as like the waiter who you know gets the table of old ladies. I'm gonna need to see some IDs, please. Yeah, <laughs> but they love so it. Cheesy. Yeah, they love it. That. They eat I got it up. carded on my birthday, and I even like I laughed. And she checked my ID and then did not say happy birthday. I don't know why. That always offends me. A lot of them cl- don't even look at the date. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, like look, that, what are they looking at? They just, it's they the power just, move. Oh, yeah, it's the power move. Like, <laughs> they, like, they, they just want to see if you do it. Like, oh, that person I think did it. I think All they right. have to be seen on the cameras in oh. their establishment checking the thing. So if their boss comes in or whatever. But it's it always bugs me. And it's not that I want the happy birthday. It's I want you to be doing your job or why are you wasting my time? Yes. Yeah. That's how I feel about everything at the airport. Yeah. Amen. On my 20th birthday, went out to dinner with a bunch of friends, ordered a bunch of booze, gave her my ID. Real ID? Real ID. And she looked at it and said, happy 21st birthday. Like, we were just all like, oh, we're, we just all, all of us agreed. That's a good move. This is going to be my 21st birthday. And I just, I just full on with full confidence handed her my real ID that said today was my 20th birthday. Wow. Whether or not she was being kind. Wait. I don't know, but she absolutely just handed it right back to me and then poured us drinks the rest of the night. Wait a second. You grew up in Southern California. There must have been a giant red bar that said 21 in 2000, whatever the fuck it was. Very likely could have been the case. Oh, it was. 100%. Yeah, you're my age. Remember, cool. remember Gary's old trade? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Knows. He knows a lot about IDs. That's why I was surprised that he had a real ID a on his move. 20th birthday. Yep. No, I did. I absolutely did, but I had the I had the goatee and stuff, so I just didn't the tiara that's a twenty one the twenty one year old tiara. No, but I just I lo- I, Sash, I had the facial hair, bitch. so I was just assumed that people would just think that I was twenty one. If you had gotten called on it, were you going to be like, you just laugh it off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> worth a try. <laughs> Done. You never tried that when you were underage. No. Oh, I did. Yeah, I, I got caught. Did. I got caught a couple times. Like, oh, silly me! I forgot what year I was born. Oh, I, I would like, do. You just you joke about it. I didn't drink till I was twenty-one, so yeah, I never did it. I uh. I think my first kind of experience of drinking was at twenty. It it wasn't like teenager or anything. Right. But I would go out to dinner with my parents, and my parents would be fine with it, and I would show them the ID when I was twenty years old. And if the waiter caught me, which happened once or twice, like my parents were just like, mm, oh well, like it was just <laughs> just whatever. It was worth a try. Um, Josh Nagy says, finding an open yogurt or cottage cheese container with a lid that doesn't have the seal completely removed drives me nuts. Yeah. Meaning well, like the freshness seal like the is in? Yeah, when there's little bits like of foil. Like they leave a the piece of it. Actually, of it. I don't know if it drives me nuts. I like, a clean, I like it to be cleanly opened, but I don't really care. I would say that if I was the one opening it and it did rip improperly, I would take that moment to me get too. the rip clean. But I wouldn't say that it bothers me if somebody doesn't. And lastly, Bobo Boy Army says, I make it a point to flick the seeds out of the lemon before I squeeze it into my iced tea for fear of sucking it up later. That's smart. I don't do that, but that is smart. That's a good thought. I haven't done that either. Occasionally, I'll just crunch down on a seed and it's super gross. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I do not like <laughs> I that. I don't really put the lemon in my I iced don't, tea. Yeah, I don't no. like the fruit in my I mean, if you're if you're like really bad with germs, I mean, lemons are like the dirtiest thing at a restaurant. Yeah, because everyone's handled them. Gross. And and they're just usually in just a tub where everyone just reaches in, like a bunch of different hands are going in and out of it. Hmm. I never really that's thought a disturbing of it that way. Thought. Happy New Year, everybody! Enjoy your lemons. Well, that's just, well, that's just <laughs> any garnish. Like you see the your bartender, like they just reach into those garnish. Maraschino trays. cherries. Yeah. People dip their fingers in the maraschino juice. Yeah. 
Ew. I feel like the cherries are cleaner. <laughs> All right, here's a question. <laughs> Let's say there's a little orange slice, not an orange wedge, but an orange slice where they've like... Like a ma- blue moon. They could be like a full round slice. No, I don't think that's what she's saying. No, that's okay. not what I'm yeah. saying. Right. I'm talking about like, like a, a garnish. garnish. Where they mm-hmm. take like a like a, a swirl that they've cut like off the skin. Off the rind? No, I don't mean a, I don't mean a swirl of rind. I mean there's like a, it's like a thin slice of orange and they kind of like twist it so it looks fancy. Like when yes. we checked into Seattle there's there was that uh-huh. on our I get plate. That. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. If you're gonna eat that, first of all maybe it's not for eating, but if you are do you just eat the fruit or do you eat the skin too? Because I actually I find myself in situations like that, even though I don't like. There's always situations where it's like there's no food here. Oh, there's this garnish. <laughs> I'm gonna eat the garnish. I eat the but garnish, but I'll eat the peel. I don't you eat the peel. Everything. No, I wouldn't. Eat I, the peel. I don't eat the peel. Yeah, I, draw, I, I eat the peel. That's my new thing. I'll I eat the peel. That's your new thing. It's my new thing. That's that's of all gross? the things. That's gonna be it's, your thing. That's my, it's oh, my new thing. That's your New Year's resolution. Eat more peel. It's. It gross if so it's, a, it's gross if it's Period. like a orange wedge, but if it's a real thin slice, it's really not that bad. It's just I mean, you kind of go a lot of oh. zest. It's zesty yeah. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I just say, wondered if anyone else did. I guess it's just a real, just me. I would never, ever eat the peel. Wow. <laughs> no, but I'm just. I said that with extra emphasis. But PF Chang's does orange peel chicken. That's their orange chicken, and they mm. do have little kind of pieces of the orange skin. It's fucking delicious. You eat that? I don't like oh, to eat it. those either. Yeah. yeah. I oh, well, avoid. everyone hates orange peel. In this I, I'm just besides, saying. Uh, me and I, I don't mind an yeah, orange I'm zest. I'm fine with it. In the, with on the top Chinese of like, food. you know, a, a citrus bar in or something. Or yeah, something? you know, like a dessert, a nice little a shaving of the orange zest. But the rind is so bitter and unappetizing. I mean, I mean, if you held, you know, a gun to my head and told me to eat this peel, I would eat it. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> Given the alternative, yeah. I would do the same. Um, <laughs> no, I'd, still, I'd probably eat it if I had to or if you know, I was really that hungry, but I mean, it's not good. And I'm, a, and I'm, and I'm not, that not bad, picky though. at all. Yeah, it's weird. This, this my new, now, now it's my new thing more than totally ever. Wow. Thing now. It's, it's a real the... lightning rod. <laughs> icebreaker. All sorts of things. That's that a great icebreaker. Yeah. Hey, what's up? You eat orange peel? You gonna finish that peel? <laughs> <laughs> it's in specific situations where it's the very thin slice. Yeah. Like I feel like if you order an omelet, maybe you'd get this tiny mm. weird slice. Wait, of is this thin slice due to the cut or just the like the ripeness of the orange? What are you? How? What do you mean a thin slice? It's like the way it's cut, the way they've it's cut the, way the it's orange, yeah. Oh. Yeah. the way they've made it into a garnish. Right, not as the opposed... thickness of the peel, but like the correct. thickness of the slice. Oh. Yes, correct. Still no. Okay. No. No. <laughs> Let's go out on this strong one. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, how, so much. When you eat watermelon, do you eat like the green part? Like, do you, how 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 deep do you go before you? Before I don't you like stop? watermelon that much, so Me I don't either. eat it that much. But no, I would not eat the I would not eat the white and the green part. Mm. Yeah, good choice. If you were gonna eat watermelon, would you prefer it be pre-sliced into chunks that you can eat with a fork, or yes. would you like a giant wedge? Pre-sliced fork. Mm, that's that's coming from someone who obviously doesn't eat a lot of watermelon. Yeah, it's got to be on the ranch. It's JV, bro. <laughs> It's a, it's, a <laughs> it's a cleaner way to eat it, but yeah. it's not as delicious. Yeah, I'm with you, Gary. I think eating the rind is a power move. I'm with you, Gary. Thank you. Yeah, thank it you is, very that much. That is power absolutely. Move. I would. I, I would no garnish. Yeah. <laughs> if part of the title of this episode isn't power move, then that's not power. Move. Power move. Will you write power move down on the card? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that'll be a power move. Subscribe to Alison Rose's your new best friend. On I, no, that's not what I'm saying. What? Where did that come from? That's like when a mechanical toy is dying. 
in movies and all of a sudden it just spits out the wrong thing, I'm that toy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show a ton. Thank you so much for all your support. Buy your oranges by clicking through the banner on AllisonRosen.com. Um, and we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Start your year out right with that. You can search Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the L.A. Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, much of the Thursday gang. You can get that by uh, searching um, both of them. <laughs> what the hell am I saying? I am so sorry. I'm so – this is the opposite get of – Get an orange peel. Yeah, give this woman an orange peel. Of, I've, this is not a power move right now. <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. Matt? You can go to therewillbespoilers.com or check out There Will Be Spoilers on iTunes. Part of my New Year's resolution is to get Dawson on my fucking show again because I have been promoting this episode with Dawson <laughs> for probably a month now. It still has not been recorded. So maybe this week. Dawson will be back wait. on the show. I don't know. Um, also, Gary teased uh, there will be top 10 films of 2014. That might also be this episode. <laughs> We're pre-taping it. But either way, therewillbespores.com. And Chris? Uh, on, uh, for anyone in the Orange County area, on the 4th, I'm playing at the uh, Wayfair. Oh, afternoon. my friend just played there. Mike Roses, who's been on this show. Yeah, he, uh, it, it used to be the Detroit Bar. But now it's the Wayfair. And before it was the Detroit Bar, it was Club Mesa, where my band played many times. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That has like a – had a rich – do you know about – have you ever, had you ever been to Club Mesa? I never went when it was Club Mesa. It had a rich punk legacy, uh, and then it got turned into like a swank bar, and now I think it's probably still nice. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice place. So, Wait, when are you playing there? Uh, the 4th, January 4th. It's a Sunday afternoon. Um, it's like a showcase. I think it, st- it starts early, like at 4 I would have gone, except that I have to be here. Oh, dang it. It's okay. Hmm. But, um, yeah, but, that's but if, cool. if any of you wanna, listeners want to come out, uh, feel free. Love to see you. Oh. <laughs> and Jenna? <laughs> uh, if you are not already, follow me on Twitter. I'm going to be doing some cool new stuff that's coming out. I have a new website. It's being built actually by a fan of this show, I think. She listens to this show, too. Oh, that's cool. I found her on social media, and she's fabulous, and her name's Barbara, and she's building me a new website, and I'm so excited about it. So stay tuned. That will be coming soon. Very cool. Kaylin? Yeah, don't worry about me. All right. Thank you guys so much for doing the show. Happy New Year. Thank you, listeners. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.
Digital. 